this is Just Another Thought Process. Just another what? Just another thought. Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Thought Process. Uh, you're here with Sebastian Max Sousa interviewing Sebastian Max Sousa. Uh, I'm alone today and I'm going to be talking about how I connect with people in sort of conversations. And of course, I'm going to do that on my own because uh, that's typically how you have a conversation on your own. So it should be pretty good. I'll see how we go. Uh, I find this topic very close to my heart because I've had a little bit of trouble sort of learning to navigate navigate my way through uh, the conversational topics with, with people. Um, and sometimes I got a bit awkward. So the main reasons why I sort of want to discuss this because I really struggled with conversations when I was younger, especially with women. I found I just didn't know what to talk about. And I used to be extremely awkward and shy. And in some situations, I still find myself a bit awkward. But, you know, I've learned that that's okay. And you got to sort of go with it. Um, I've used to have a lot of trouble with silences in the conversation. I, I just didn't know what to do. And I used to freak out in those moments where nothing was being said. Um, I used to be an interrogator where I'd just ask question after question after question after question again and again and again. I sort of didn't really allow time for me to process what the people were saying. And I, and because of that, I, I was a horrible listener. So this really came to the forefront of my mind and my brain when I started using dating apps. And I was meeting new people all the time. And I just found that... I just found, as I said before, I was like an interrogator and I would just ask question after question and it was hard to keep a conversation like that going as it's easy to lose interest. The other person uh, kind of just feels like they're in some sort of formal situation where, where it's not. there's no back and forth and you're kind of learning. It's really one-sided because they're sharing stuff about themselves. You're not really sharing anything about yourself and I think that's where a lot of conversations become more engaging is when when they're sharing like if there's opinion or if it's if it's uh something an experience and you share something about yourself and, and you're able to connect in that way or, or if you have a difference of opinion you're able to connect in that way because there's, there's not that a lot of conflict is good but there's a little bit of back and forth like oh this is this is why i like i believe this but 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 and then you're like all right well i can understand why why you're in that situation but i, I come from this perspective and and this is how i i go about with my day-to-day life um and and also the issue with asking question after question after question after question question again and again and again um you kind of lose the ability to listen because you're not really paying attention to what they're saying at all you're just kind of thinking of 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 the next question or what you can how to keep the conversation going rather than actually listening to what that person has to say and you kind of lose the essence of a conversation if you're not paying attention and so what I learned, I don't know if it's a technique, but you kind of listen to what someone else is saying. I think I think I heard this, I don't know, I just, it was this random Facebook video. It was like, so you listen to what they say, and then rather than ask a question, uh, you, you pull a topic or something from what they've said and keep the conversation going. For example, if I say... I love the I love going to the beach because I love surfing and I love I love the sun and I love the water and I love that feeling that it gives me when I when I'm on a wave it just feels like I'm I'm being I'm harnessing the energy of, of Mother Earth and and you know there's a lot of things you can pull from there so you can dive into beaches you know and I can talk about why I like beaches or you know 
Mother Earth is a big one. So there are all kinds of ways you can engage with nature and you can that can be a topic in itself for people like forests. They can talk about rivers. They can talk about volcanoes. They can talk about dirt. You know, it's it's not it's not how it's not just what the person is saying. It's what it it could in, invariably connect to, and and you start finding these connections in 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 all kinds of situations. Like if someone said they're passionate about art or they're passionate about music, you don't necessarily have to talk about music or art. You can sort of divulge what you're passionate about so if they're like oh, i love art because of this 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 it makes me feel like this and this and you're like wow i get that same feeling from rowing a boat you know it, it doesn't have to always follow that same route and, and i found that was an amazing stepping stone for me when i learned that that piece of information it just opened up so much more in 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 regards to conversation conversating and it just made it less boring because you can like if you just keep asking something after something it becomes like stale it's just because you're like what do you do what do you like to do where you're from what 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 do you have brothers and sisters do you have a family do you have kids do you it just i don't know for me it just it i found a point that there was always a point if you just kept asking questions where it just kind of dived and and nothing really came from it and there was no connection and what i found is is with this technique where you try and find connections in the conversations build on there it, it actually makes you pay more attention to what the other person is saying because you you're kind of like all right they're talking about this and, and, and it kind of starts and actually flow like a, when you start off you're like looking for words you're like oh i can put it i can talk about this and boom 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 but once it becomes a bit more natural you don't think about that and you just sort of like all right boom and you kind of make your way to to a certain part of the conversation naturally rather than being so focused on how to keep it going and i think that for me when I learned that, it just helped me so much um, in just just having a in connecting with people. However, I'm not saying that, that you can't ask questions. I think there's a time and a place for questions. So if I get the vibe that someone is enjoying telling a story about something they experienced or something they went through, or it's just something they do, and I'm also extremely interested in in, in what they're saying, I will ask more questions about that because people, when they're interested in something, telling you something it doesn't usually take much much encouragement to sort of share more and divulge more information so you just get a little bit of encouragement if you just ask one simple question that's open-ended it just takes you into another realm of, of of the of the experience that you wouldn't have access to unless they they sort of start delving into that detail and it's interesting sometimes you know they go off into these details part of the story and they find themselves in, in another space Base that they even may have forgotten if they've forgotten and they're like remembered it they're like well i kind of i can't believe this happened and then they start diving into into the parts of things that you didn't even expect would would come out of it and i'm not saying you just keep asking like over and over again but it's just it's it's kind of like you ask like more quality kind of questions like inquisitive questions you know how did this make this you feel what was it like to see this person live why did you decide to to take that path or to make that decision? And 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 they'll go through like their thought process, and and that's what I find the most interesting of how people come 
come to that point in their life and come to that decision and then go towards wherever the, wherever wherever it took them and that's that's how i find a conversation engaging and you can flow back and forth because like all right boom i can like i can actually apply that in my life you might not but or you might just find that interesting like oh that's awesome i could share this with this person it just opens up a lot more a different realm of what you can talk about if you listen to stuff online and even people you know everyone tells you over and over and over again that that listening is probably the best conversational conversational skill to master um but when i say listen or when they say listen they mean actually pay attention to what they're saying with your fullest with your fullest attention not thinking of what you're going to do later not thinking of the next question not thinking of what you just ate not thinking of uh just taking you out of that moment and not fully forgiving them your your attention and i heard something just recently where I was off a TED Talk, some lady was talking about conversations, where humans have the ability to speak at like 250 words per minute. I hope I'm saying this right. It's like per minute or something. They have an ability to say a certain amount of words per minute, but your brain is actually capable of thinking double the amount of words that that the person is capable of saying. So what happens during that time where they're speaking, you're filling out stuff in your head with thoughts or, or other words or other things that, that that's coming in those gaps that the person isn't filling naturally through their speaking and that's what i found very interesting so okay that makes a lot of sense because if you sit and try and, and and you're not kind of paying attention to what someone just stuff just starts popping out of nowhere for me it's always what am i going to have for dinner that's the first thing that comes into my head and you're like and when i think of something like oh I'm, I'm, that's it's gonna be awesome or, you know dinner's not gonna be so great I, i'm always thinking about dinner i don't know why it's just uh, something my brain has gone through i also used to have some trouble and i still get sometimes where i have trouble hearing and, and it probably wasn't because i was I wasn't listening well enough and and because all this stuff was going through I was, my head and just dinner i was just thinking of food but another thing i used to do is i focused on a person's mouth rather than their eyes and i did this for ages thinking that no one knew i was looking at their mouth while they were talking and it only became apparent to me because someone told me i was like hey it just came curious to me uh, we're talking and talking and i just said hey you know i realize i don't really look at people's eyes very much it's not because i don't like looking at their eyes it's just i find it easier to understand what they're saying if i look at their mouth and then this chick was like, well, just do it with me. And I did it. And she's like, yeah, I can tell you're looking at my mouth. I'm like, oh, really? And and and, and that clicked for me. And I'm like, okay, does that mean everyone I've been talking to has realized I'm, I'm not looking at their eyes? I'm just looking at what is the mouth or what do they think that I'm looking at? So it kind of put me into this thing. It made me really conscious of... of what I was doing and I think I used it to partially mouth read and probably because I wasn't listening I was using another part of my body my eyes to sort of assist my listening skills and and kind of read what people were saying rather than actually paying attention and I found that when I started looking at people's eyes uh, and I engaged more with 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 uh, what they were saying I didn't have to pay attention what what their mouth was doing to to gain as much information as I could from from that person now sometimes i still do look at at someone's mouth if i'm talking to them and it's not a bad thing Uh, i just think 
eye contact is, is probably extremely important in terms of listening. And I didn't realize how powerful it is because if someone's got your eye contact and you're looking at their mouth, you're not kind of looking at them, you're kind of giving away some power in the comments. Not, not, not that there should be, but if you're in a situation where it does require you to be a bit more masculine, no, a bit more dominant, you, you kind of want to meet their gaze rather than kind of shy away from it because it makes you seem not not as dominant and and, and they, maybe people can take try more. maybe people can think that they can take advantage of that situation and push their agenda rather than listening to what you have to say whether whether yours was better or worse another thing that i also always had trouble with was was silence i i, I didn't know what to do when when a conversation kind of died or or, or moved into um the natural ending of it so I just tried to fill the blanks with endless babble, incoherent babble or coherent babble, and and probably more questions. But you know, I didn't realize that that a silent you can use silence for so many things to sort of reinstate what you're saying. You kind of leave it, and and sometimes silence actually gives the other person to start something else. So if you leave it long enough. And you hold eye contact. Eventually, the other person will either not talk or say something. So more likely, they're going to say something to break the silence because not many people are comfortable sitting in silence. So it, it's it's okay to, to use that, not to your advantage, but to use that to illustrate what you're saying or even to just use it as an indication that there's time to move on to a different part of the conversation and to enjoy each other's presence when, when there's silence. I think that's... It's kind of lost. Uh, I, I kind of think sometimes we, we view silence as a bad thing. You know, silence allows for so many different variabilities in, in, in a conversation, so it's okay to let it let it come to an end and, and then move on to whatever's next. And, you know, if a conversation isn't working, you don't have to force it. I used to force so many things when, when I felt awkward or when someone approached me and just said hello, I kind of forced a conversation to happen and it didn't have to you could just go about your way or you know and if you force it and that person doesn't want to be there and they kind of feel inclined to answer you kind of get stuck in this conversation that no one really wants to be in and no one really cares about so is it worth it and and it's okay to 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 end it if you feel like it's not going you know if a conversation isn't working there's no need to force it there's no need to uh, be just try and push ideas or try and push questions if, if it's not working it doesn't need to happen and it could be from your end it could be from their end you know they might have had a bad day or you might have had a bad day or they might be going through a lot of uh internal strife that you're not aware of that you could never be aware of unless they told you so it's not you don't have to to sort of make it work if it's not working and i think that's a big part of it and the funny thing is sometimes if you don't push it People tend to open up weirdly. If you give them space to process what's going through their mind, or even if you share something, it naturally goes somewhere you don't expect. And and it's also painful to push something that isn't working. It, it If it's not naturally working, it kind of like, and you're pushing something, you're trying to get information, you're trying to, you're trying to create a flow of, um, to, to feel comfortable it makes it worse and it actually kind of makes people pull back, I feel. Uh, and 
you know, if it's not working the way you're doing it, maybe you decide if it's worth your time or not. And if it is, just approach it from a different angle. And, and rather than just trying to force questions on you, see if you can see if you if you know something about them that they you know that they're interested in. Maybe you share something about yourself that, that they can build on, and they can go from the conversation, and they can use what we were talking about before, where you're talking about passion or stuff, and they they might build on there um, in their own time. And if it doesn't go ahead, that's fine. You know, you just move on. You know, say thank you, and then be like, have a great day enjoy life the other thing uh, i struggle with now sometimes but uh, i'm getting better at it but difference is opinion i have this i have this uh automatic response to agree with people straight away and even when i don't sometimes i I do agree with people when i don't it doesn't happen all the time but but sometimes i do it and then I try and backtrack. And when you've agreed with them and then backtrack, it's, it's very difficult to sort of go back on what you've already said. You don't have to agree with every with every, what everyone has to say. It's okay to be to to disagree because that actually builds kind of more, kind of builds a more of an emotional connection between the between each other. Granted, it's not sometimes it's not a positive one, but it but it can be. So if I if I believe something. For example, I'm I'm vegan and and someone is not vegan. I can have a conversation with them and I'm not going to get upset about what what they believe in, you know. I've been exposed to certain parts of information and experiences in my life that's led me to this decision. They may have have a completely different way of growing up. And if I push my agenda on them, it's it's more it's more likely that they're going to withdraw. So if I sort of hear what they have to say, listen to what they talk about and then sort of go from why I chose that there's not 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 pushing it on but going through every bit of information that led me up to that decision and then that's why I came to that point but it's also good to be open to the possibility of being wrong like I could be wrong what there could be studies that come out later that's showing that shows you that eating not eating meat is actually detrimental to your health and Admittedly, it'd have to be perfect data. There would have to be 100% accuracy for me to to believe it. Otherwise, I would just think it would be kind of pushed by that industry. But if if if, if that did happen, you know, I could be possibly swayed to change over. You know, at this point in time, with with all the research I've done, it's perfectly healthy to be vegan, and there are even arguments imply veganism is healthier. But you know, it may take a lifetime for me to prove it, you know, but when I'm 130, hopefully I'll be able to say it was related to a diet or it could just be related to new technology that extends human life. But, you know, it's, I think as soon as you're closed off to hearing the other side of the argument, the other side of some, the other side of the opinion or the other side of the argument, People don't really want to have that discussion with you. People don't even want to come and ask you about it because you're going to be like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Or, or you'll point the finger at something that maybe they have an emotional connection with. I mean, I ate meat my entire life up until I was 25. And then it slowly changed. And I didn't eat, I barely ate any vegetables up until I was 20. So it was it completely... I had to go through a lot of different things for me to make that change. But if I'm not open to what people have to say, I might not be able to show them my path and, and, and how I got to that situation, how I got to that decision. And then, oddly, 
the more open you are to what they have to say, the more oddly they'll, they'll be open to what you have to say. And they might even accept and be like, okay, that's why you did it. There's a health benefit there. Oh, I might go look into this. And, and that's why I, I would never, I don't like pointing it. I don't like pointing my fingers at people, but I, I'm happy to have a disagreement of opinion. Another thing I, I started doing was ending ending conversation with, with sort of some appreciation. So thanking people for sharing what they shared or even having that discussion with you, the back and forth of opinions, because it just, you know, it, it shows that you were listening and you value what they have to say rather than kind of swiping it off and being like, yeah, you're wrong. You, you know, you thank them for what, what they have to say and even sharing something personal. I mean, it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to share things about themselves that, that they might have shared with some people they might not have and so it's, it's always good to to demonstrate that that you value what they had to say and that you've processed and stored that information somewhere inside of you um and and that it that it that it did and that you were able to connect on on another level so a few weaknesses i guess i have in regards to conversation the first one isn't about conversations but you know, I don't go out of my way to meet new people and connect and, and build those relationships. You know, if it happens, I go with it. But I find it tiresome to put myself out there all the time. I find it tiresome to to be constantly searching for those those new people to connect with. And, and some people vibe on it. I just don't. Um, and this could be part of my personality. And maybe I just need to accept it because I'm more introverted than extroverted. But it does limit the amount of kind of exposure to different worlds let's just say you hang out with 10 people and half of them are from high school or or university they're going to have the same values and similar values and similar views to you whether you like it or not because you've you've kind of hung out with them and you've grown up with them in a way and it'll just be there and then you'll have other friends that maybe you're not as close but if you're not constantly exposing yourself to different situations and different ideas you you kind of don't get challenged in a way you don't get to to grow sometimes so i think it's important for people to to meet people outside of their friend groups like their their circle of friends i think it's important to to put yourself in sometimes uncomfortable situations because you're bound to to gain something out of it whether it's a friend whether it's a, a you're able to share something you've never shared with anyone with a complete stranger. That That's happened to me a couple of times. And, and they just, you walk away with this like feeling of, not, I don't want to call it relief, but it's just like, you feel like powerful, you feel energetic. And, and, it's, and it's, it's just a great feeling. And I just uh, kind of wanted to point out that uh, sometimes we don't, I don't put myself out there and that's what I want to do at some point in the future. I also have this weird issue, not an issue, weird thing where I start conversations at the wrong time, you know, when I'm stressed and I need to get something done at work. Um, and, I, and, and I can't, not that I can't, but I don't have the time to hear what people have to say. And I'll, I'll ask them something, maybe very open-ended, and then they go and tell something about themselves. And then rather than listening to what I had to what I had to say and I may be interested in what they had to say I just didn't ask at the right time I kind of start thinking about how I'm going to get out of the conversation rather than being than listening and paying attention 
and then I don't know. I find it very difficult to sort of leave. And and sometimes it's it's better to be brutally honest. Be like, look, um, I'd love to hear more about this. Uh, could we just pick this up in in twenty minutes once I finish this task? And then you come back to that. That's that's a big weakness. And I think if you're not going to pay attention to what someone is saying, don't start something or or be completely honest. Like like that example just before. It's it's someone will have more value in you listening and they will appreciate that you're able to be honest about about giving you their full attention rather than you paying like half of your attention there and half your attention and all this shit that's going on up in in your brain yeah so i guess that's that's all i wanted to talk about yeah conversations weaknesses i, I don't even know if i have any strengths in in conversing i'm, I'm sure i do i just I find it a lot easier to, to, it's a lot easier to vibe in on what you're weaker at rather than what you're stronger at. I, I find it extremely hard to recognize my strengths. Yeah, but I hope some of this information helped you because it, it, it was a huge deal for me. I found, I, I still go red um, in awkward situations sometimes, but I found that, the, that especially that technique where you build on what other people are saying, it just helped me be engaged and help me be a bit more engaging when i when i talk to people well i think it did i could be completely wrong and yeah so if if i am please let me know um please let me know any 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 feedback is is uh, welcome you know the other weird thing is having a conversation with yourself against the camera is hard is, is an unexplainable thing I, I, every time i've done this it just i just sit here and i, I and the same stuff that went through my mind when I had conversations with, with people is happening exactly the same thing with with this camera in my face. I just feel, you know, what the hell am I looking? I'm looking at a camera and talking by myself with with no kind of interaction. It's it's a different it's a whole different thing altogether. I just just wanted to be completely honest with that, so I'm still struggling. Uh, not struggling i'm still learning about conversing in completely different ways and and i hope uh that one day i will be the ultimate converser you know i'll say words and and it'll just be whoa cool um so that's that's kind of the end i think i should end it there otherwise i'm going to go off into weird tangents as i do sometimes so thanks for listening hope you enjoyed it uh, if you have any questions queries uh, chuck us a message on just another thought dot process on Instagram or just another thought dot just another thought process at gmail.com. Any questions or anything you liked, feel free to hit us up and say hello. Um, yeah, I'm going to end it now. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, and stay happy, folks. And I thought I'd finish it with with an English accent. Oh, governor, hey governor. All right, I'm going to end it now. Have a good night, bye.